everybody. This is Rebecca Matthias, and welcome to the Legendary Leadership Radio Show. I am so excited to be here with you today. Today is April 23rd, and I am just delighted that you are here with me. This is the Legendary Leadership Radio Show, where women in business from all over the globe gather each week to come together and get accountability and guidance to get more done in a feminine way. You truly are the pioneers that are leading the way on a new path of getting it done like a woman, where there is success, accomplishment, increased self-confidence, and project completion. So get ready to say goodbye to looming open-ended projects that drain your energy and take a stand for stepping into your own definition of success and accomplishment. So I started this weekly show to support you, motivate you, and educate you as to what actions and mindset you need in order to create the success you deserve so you can live your best life, inspiring and empowering others. These shows are a way for me to give back, and they speak most near and dear to my passion of supporting and empowering women making a difference in the world through their business. You can connect with me at RebeccaMatthias.com, and you can also, if you're not already a member, join our Facebook group over at Facebook.com forward slash groups, Legendary Leadership. So welcome to the call, everyone. I am so excited for today's topic. We are going to be talking about the most valuable quality you need to succeed. And this is a big one, so I'm going to hope that we get through all of this content in the first 30, 35 minutes here because the format of these calls is designed to educate you and empower you. And then the second half of the call is open to questions and live coaching. It's a, an opportunity for you to be visible and get the support that you need for the things in your life that you need help with, whether it's business or lifestyle, things that you're working through, whatever it is that you're needing help, support, advice, and guidance on or accountability. That is what we're here for. So for those of you on the call, when that time comes, you would just press star 2 to raise your hand. And if you are on the webcast, you can type your question right in to the webcast there. So, And I will be able to see your questions and answers right there on the um, page on, on the Internet here. So please feel free to type those questions in ahead of time. You know, if the questions are coming up while we're going through, through some of this teaching content, please type those questions right in there so that we're ready to go at the bottom of the hour here. So I want to go ahead and start off right away with this really big announcement that I have. I've been very, very excited since last Tuesday to share with you what has been going on. So as I mentioned, I started these shows to really empower and inspire and share with the world and make an impact and make a difference and, you know, also to just give back. I really enjoy that. And prior to this, this whole idea that evolved from, I think you guys have heard me say before, you know, I really wanted to do a radio show like this years ago, but I had some coaches that kind of discouraged me from doing it because of the weekly time commitment. However, I absolutely love it. Now that I'm doing it, I'm just 
so excited that I finally said yes to what my really deep inner desire was. And so this whole concept has kind of been in a birthing process for a while now. And it was over the summer that I was running on a trail local to my home that the name, the title, Legendary Leadership came, and also some more ideas. And one of the ideas was part of this big announcement, which is I had thought about once per month bringing on an expert in a particular area. And so the show is really all about like how you can get it done, like a woman and modeling ways to have more wealth and success and enjoyment and freedom in your life. And the topics, the various topics are always around that, business building, whatever it is, it's always about getting it done. And so there's so many amazing experts out there. And so this idea had kind of been bubbling up to bring on a guest expert once per month and just to bring you extra valuable content and someone else's expertise. I mean, everyone's an expert in their own particular area. And so what kind of sealed the deal for me was last weekend, not this past weekend, but the weekend before, right before last week's radio show, this woman contacted me and said, hey, Rebecca, I want to be a guest on your radio show. And I thought, okay, this is totally, uh, like at first I'm thinking like, wait a minute, we don't have guests on our show yet. And that was kind of an idea that I didn't tell anyone about. And plus I was like, who is this woman? And like, you know, she left me her website to go look at and so on. And so I go over and I look at her website and I'm totally blown away. I mean, her website is absolutely gorgeous. And then I'm starting to read her bio and I'm just about, you know, needing to pick myself up off the floor because the woman is, she's a media and PR, amazing, incredible, wise teacher um, based in New York. And she just so happens to be one of the ex-producers of the Oprah show. So now you know why I was needing to pick myself up off the floor. So in any case, um, to cut right to it, after last week's radio show, she and I connected on the phone and I was just so excited and it was just such a huge confirmation of the direction of this radio show. And so I am delighted to share with all of you that on May 21st on the Legendary Leadership Radio Show, we will be having our first guest um, presenter, speaker, whatever you want to call it. And this is going to be Natalie Marshall, and she is going to be talking about media and PR. So I'm really, 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 really like beyond like on cloud nine high and excited to share this with you and to let you know that this is something I want to continue. And so the title of each of these guest appearances is going to be like, get your whatever done, whatever they're an expert in. And I've got a lot of ideas and connections that are bubbling up for who I want to bring you. So that guest um, presentation on May 21st is going to be get your get your media and PR done like a woman and then you know maybe I'm going to bring on someone who has like a get your book done program and maybe someone will come on and like get your website done so all these different projects that we all have as business people uh, I want to just really shine a light on and highlight and bring you incredible value and just really take this whole concept that I've been given with Legendary Leadership to a whole nother level. So I'm really, really excited that she'll be joining us. 
And if you have any areas that you would like to have addressed as far as me speaking to a particular topic or, you know, having a particular guest expert on, please post that in the Facebook group. I am very open to, you know, each and every single one of these calls are totally organic for me. I'm typically getting inspiration and insight as to what topic I'm going to speak about maybe the day before. Sometimes it comes the week before, sometimes, you know, but in any case, I'm being divinely guided on what particular topic to share with you about and what to coach you on and all of that sort of thing. And so it was kind of funny for this week. I was like, okay, I'm not quite sure what I'm teaching on yet today. So it didn't really come until this morning. And so as I mentioned, I'm really excited to share with you. I hope you guys are all super excited as excited as I am about the future of this radio show and all the big excitement that's going on here with a we're going in with a bang here with our first guest expert. So as I said, today is called the most valuable quality you need to succeed. And I think it's really a topic that people don't talk about often enough. And so in getting this inspiration to lead this call regarding this topic, I did just want to kind of Google the word and basically what your most valuable quality that you need to succeed is integrity. And I found this really awesome article, I think it was on Forbes, and there's this entrepreneur and angel investor, and I just loved, versus the Webster Dictionary version and definition of the word integrity, I thought the way she put this in her article really came through so beautifully. So I just wanted to give her credit and also share that definition here. Her name is Amy Reese Anderson, and she's an entrepreneur and an angel investor. And she says, if I could teach only one value to live by, it would be this. Success will come and go, but integrity is forever. Integrity means doing the right thing at all times and in all circumstances, whether or not anyone is watching. It takes having the courage to do the right thing, no matter what the consequences will be. Building a reputation of, integ of integrity takes years, but it takes only a second to lose. So never allow yourself to ever do anything that would damage your integrity. And so what I think is really happening here in business as we continue to evolve and so on, you know, we saw really kind of a crash of customer service. And if you're a small business owner, and even if you're an independent entrepreneur, you are your customer service. So, you know, it's not like a corporation where there's an actual, like, customer service department, an 800 number to call in and that sort of thing, and you're training people to respond and behave in a particular way. So you really are your own customer service, and your integrity continues to shine. And if it's consistent, then people know they can count on you. You'll have more customers. You'll have more people coming back wanting to work with you continuously or wanting to purchase from you. And you'll also have more referral partners. So this whole concept of integrity really is a key ingredient. I really truly believe that it is the key ingredient to the longevity of your business and your success as an entrepreneur or small business owner and without it, you know, like she says in this definition here, you know, it takes years to build it, but it only takes a second to lose it. 
And so the first thing I want to talk with you about, because I think the first thing that's so critical, is integrity with yourself. And so if you guys read my email that I sent out today, you know, I kind of was pretty transparent in saying, you know, I personally have been a person of high level of integrity for most of my life. It really and truly just comes naturally to me. And, you know, I, I sort of in, expect it to a certain degree from other people, which sometimes can bite me in the butt because I'm expecting that someone, that will, that someone else will have the higher level of integrity as I do personally. And sometimes people don't have that higher level of integrity. So, um, But there have also been times in my life where I've valued this critical quality, and it truly has cost me deeply. And so this past week I had a really huge aha moment when my husband and I were on our way driving somewhere and I was kind of sharing something with him about, you know, this is like my time, my time is kind of critical right now. I've got a lot of presentations and, and you know, I have a new program that's coming out soon. And so I really have to be conscious of my time. And so being in integrity with yourself, number one, means keeping your word to yourself. So how often do you say, you know, I'm going to go do yoga, and then you're like, ah, never mind. How often do you say, I'm going to get this newsletter sent out, or I'm going to call this person, and you bag on yourself? Like, we're so brilliant at keeping our word to other people, and we're so not brilliant at keeping our word to ourselves. And I have really struggled with this in my own life, um, too. So like keeping my word to myself has been something that's been really big. And it's been a really big challenge for me, like a lot of resistance will come up if you know, I'm thinking like, okay, I'm I'm going to go do yoga this morning for 10 minutes, like there's this part of me that wants to be in production mode that thinks it's going to take time away from the production mode if I go sit still and read a magazine or journal or you know, do all of these different things like meditation and yoga and like all of these things that really truly nourish us as women. And fortunately, you know, I've worked through a lot of that resistance and these are things that I now actually crave to do and enjoy doing without the resistance coming up. However, when you are in that place of wanting to integrate something new and there is the resistance that comes up, what's more important truly is that you keep your word to yourself. And also honor your boundaries. So this was what happened when I was talking to my husband. What I was recognizing was I was kind of saying yes to this thing that I didn't really want to do because I was afraid that the people would judge me. And so to avoid being judged, I was going to go ahead and say yes to an event that I really didn't want to do. Like it wasn't like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this. This is such a yes. Like absolutely, I totally want to do this. And so it wasn't a good use of my time. And this is my example for you of like being out of integrity with yourself. Had I not really thought that through and talked it out, I would have ended up, you know, investing several hours at an event that really was not in alignment with where I need to be investing my time right now. And so how many times are you saying yes to something that you don't really want to do and you're out of integrity with yourself? And I truly believe that that creates self-resentment. Believe it or not, like I really think there's a part of us that gets and gets upset about that. And so you have to be really conscious about 
being in integrity with yourself and making decisions that are aligned with how you want to be spending your time, making decisions that are aligned with how you want to be reinvesting in your business, making decisions that are aligned with how you want to be spending your money. I mean, your two hottest commodities, we talked about this in one of the past radio shows, are time and money. So you have to be really clear about how you are investing those two hot commodities because they're your only commodities. Like, you know, you can't make that, you can make back money, but you could not make back your time. And so if you're feeling like, let's say you committed to a particular event, for example, if you're feeling like you at the last minute don't want to do something, you know, have the integrity to be honest with someone. Have the integrity to say, I know that, you know, I was planning on doing X, Y, Z with you, but like, here's what's going on for me. And maybe you don't share. Like, maybe that's part of the integrity for you to keep your privacy and for you to honor what's new for you. So really honoring that self-integrity is the first step because you can't be integrous with other people. To the, you can only be integrous with other people to the level of which you're being integrous with yourself. So I would really, you know, encourage you to look at how you're being in integrity with yourself and how you're not and how you can really step up the game to be in more of integrity with yourself. So, you know, the next thing is being consistent, and that is a, a component of integrity. So being consistent, people knowing that they can count on you. Um, you know, we really are living in a world where the end justifies the means, and it's really become acceptable for for far too many people, and people tend to overpromise and underdeliver. You know, customer service. We talked a little bit about that. Like people will cover up their mistakes because they're afraid that their client will leave them or what have you. So fear as the motivating factor here, in my opinion, is totally out of integrity. You know, a lot of times employees call in sick because they don't have more paid time off, and they, you know they need to get stuff done or whatever. You know, they say like 70% of People who call in sick, are it's because of an emotional reason. Um, you know, and the list really goes on and on. And what's happening is the people are committing an act of dishonesty. And they really, you know, have told themselves a perfectly valid reason. So I'd caution you and challenge you to really pay attention to when you are being out of integrity. Like, what's, what are you telling yourself that, you, that to make yourself still feel okay about your act? You know, really, like, validating the reason why the end result justified their lack of integrity. So a lot of people are doing that. And essentially what this does underneath of all of this is that you're lying to yourself, and that is the worst form of deceit. So like how many lies are you telling yourself to justify whatever? You know, are, are you lying to someone and saying you're busy when you're not really busy because you don't want to go to this event versus being honest about you know, hey, I've really made a commitment to myself to not say yes to things that I'm not really, um, it's not like a big giant inner yes for me. And I have to be honest with you and say that this is just not something that I'm able to invest my time in right now or something. You know, that just being honest and integrous is, is a really huge key. You know, what happens is you would lose your ability to be trusted as a person of integrity when you get caught or not necessarily get caught, but just the bottom line is honesty comes out eventually. It always, always does. And so 
you know, you're going to lose your ability to be trusted, and that's huge. I mean, this is one of the most valuable qualities that anyone can have in their life, and it's a loss that you really can't afford. You know, profit in dollars or power is temporary, but profit in a network of people or clients who trust you as a person of integrity is forever. You know, if you lose that trust from a, a, a client, you know, they're going to tell people about it. They're going to have they're going to share their experience that's just the natural tendency of people and then you know word of your character will spread like wildfire and the value of trust others have in you is really far beyond anything that can be measured you know for entrepreneurs it means referral relationships or investors that are willing to trust you with it, with their money or clients who are willing to purchase your product or purchase your services you know, and, and really and truly, like having an array of referral partners that are willing to go the extra mile because they know that recommending you to other people will never bring damage to their own reputation of integrity. You know, the value of trust others have goes beyond anything that can be measured because it brings along with it limitless opportunities and endless possibilities. And so the thing that is really important here is you are your word. So if you tell someone, I will call you, you know, there's, there's been people throughout my life where it's like they'll tell me, you know, hey, I'll call you or I'll text you or whatever, and I kind of think in the back of my head, like, yeah, right, because they have a track record of not following up on their word. And that is one thing that I've always been, this is an area, like I said, that is really natural for me, this area in particular of my word. When I tell you I'm going to do something, I am totally going to do it. And if I can't do it, I will communicate to you about it. And so this is an area where I'm I'm pretty big on, like I say to the people in my life and, you know, the people that work for me, like don't tell me you're going to do something and then not do it. You know, just communicate with me. I'm not hard to work for. I'm not looking for, you know, hoop jumping and obstacle hurdling or anything like that. I just need to be communicated to. And so, you know, look, if you say I'm going to get this to you by XYZ date and you can't, it's not the end of the world. Just let me know you can't do it. And there have been people that I have hired in my business where they weren't able to meet this. This is like my number one requirement when I work with people and when I hire people onto my team. And there have been people that they just like, it's like two times and you're out, you know. I give people two chances. And they are just not capable of either keeping their word or communicating about them not being able to keep the deadline or keep the project, whatever they were working on, and so on. And so know that you are your word. And so be very conscious of your language. You know, conscious language is so important anyhow, like conscious self-talk, conscious language to others. There's actually a book out that's called Conscious Language that's a a really great book to, to bring more light to this topic. So the other thing, even though you are your word, the other thing is is that actions speak louder than words. And this is something that I was really excited to highlight on today's show because I have a friend who is an amazing singer-songwriter, and you heard him at the beginning of this. He's our intro and our outro for this radio show. His name is Bob Sima, and that's spelled S-I-M-A in case you want to go to his website, which is bobsima.com. His music is incredible. It's powerful. It's impactful, and it will totally change your day if you listen to it. Um, he has a song that's called, it's how, I, I'm not sure if this is, I think it's called How You Made Them Feel. The exact title I might be 
um, not 100% accurate on, but I'm pretty sure it's called How You Made Them Feel. And so what he says in this song is that, you know, your actions speak louder than words, and they won't remember everything you said, but it's how you made them feel. You know, it's, it's the mark you leave. So if you think about going to a networking event, for example, or going to do a speaking engagement, or just going to somewhere, I mean, you have to remember that as an entrepreneur or as a small business owner, you are your brand. You are your brand wherever you go in the same way that you're your own customer service. And so showing up with integrity and the same energy wherever you go to create that consistency accelerates the know, like, and trust factor, which accelerates the, the rate at which someone would invest with you and your energy, like you are responsible for the energy that you show up with. And so when you leave that networking event or that speaking engagement or the stage that you presented on, whatever it is, or even just like a, maybe you're going to like a workshop or something, whatever it is, the people there will be most impacted by the, the energy you show up with. Is it conscious energy? Are you present or are you busy like texting on your phone and checking email and so on? Um, so people will remember how you made them feel always in every relationship over what you say. You know, people are really great readers. Like they just really have that intuition and that gut feeling like, you know, you, you I know you all have had this experience where you meet someone and you're just like, hey, you know, something's off here. I can't quite put my finger on it. Maybe sometimes you can put your finger on it, but sometimes you might not be able to put your finger on it. And more than likely, it is because something they're saying isn't matching what they're being, or maybe some two things they're saying are actually conflicting. You know, so if somebody's, you know, telling you, oh, I don't know, I'm like thinking of an example here. You know, if someone's telling you, you know, I, um, I'm gonna set up this network, you know, I'm going to set up this mastermind group. Here's a great example. I'm going to set up this mastermind group. I have this great idea, and I think we should all get together and do this mastermind group or something like that. And they never follow through with their actions. Like, your respect for them is going to go down pretty dramatically. And so, you know, on this topic, I'm going to touch a little bit on networking etiquette as well, because this is something that I don't think a lot of people are talking about. And I have really been to an array of networking events and groups that I've seen some of this more in others. I definitely think it's out of our feminine nature, but this to me is a level of integrity and it's also very related, very closely related to how you make someone feel when you leave, regardless of what you say. Like remember, you leave this networking event not remembering exactly what the person said. You might not even remember exactly what they do, but you totally will remember how they made you feel, like if you felt connected and you felt excited and or versus like you felt like invaded upon and attacked or, you know, just, I don't know. There could be any number of things. You just felt yucky afterwards or you didn't feel a connection or what have you. And I know you all have this experience and you can totally relate to this. So, when you are at a networking event, and I see this more with people who sell other people's products. So, for example, like I used to sell Pampered Chef years ago, 
And last summer, I went to this networking event, and it was like a speed dating networking event. And it was funny because I've never been to one of those before, and I actually have never been to one since. Not that I have anything against it. It was quite an interesting process. Um, but you sit down across from, like it's a table, and there's people on either side of the table all the way down. So let's say there's 10 people on one side, 10 people on the other side. One side of the table stays seated, and the other side of the table sort of moves down to the left rotating. So you meet 10 different people. And so when I sat down, this woman sold, I think it was tastefully simple or something, and she starts telling me about her, the tastefully simple company, which tells me nothing about her, which means I leave having absolutely no connection with this woman. I don't even know what she does. I don't know where she lives. I don't know what she likes to do. I don't know if she has a family. And so there's no connection for me there. So when you go to a networking event, the whole point of it is to make connections to either give or receive referral partners or become or sign up a new client. You know, you could either become someone else's client or they could totally relate to you and want to become your client. And there's a missing component here. Like no one and people purchase with their not with their pocketbook but with their heart, okay? So it's the emotional string that gets people to get their wallet out and invest with you. So if you have a connection with people and it's, you know, you're being in integrity and your actions are matching your words and so on, then they're more likely to refer people to you. They're more likely to come back and, and buy from you and so on. This is totally related to the root chakra, which is associated with belonging and connection. So when you are at this networking event, you need to be honest and open enough and transparent enough to share. Like one of the first things that I share to people is, you know, here's what I'm passionate about. Here's some of my hobbies. I have a family. You know, my business is important, but it's not who I am. And, you know, it's important to get to know someone, not what they're selling or what they're doing. And so many times I've been to these networking events where people are like, hi, I'm Jane, and I, you know, sell websites. Well, I'm not going to want to buy a website from Jane because Jane didn't tell me what she's passionate about and make a connection with me to cultivate this root chakra and this connection and this belonging piece. So if you sort of shift how you connect with people and you're in integrity with yourself and with others, you can easily accelerate your client base. And so what I would love to see when I go to some networking events like this is I would love to see these people who are, you know, they're maybe selling Mary Kay or they're selling um, Melaleuca or they're selling Pampered Chef or whatever it is and have them just even, you know, just even share like I got into this business because and it's more personal about them. You know, the reason why I started selling Pampered Chef was very personal and very, you know, like open and, and transparent. And so sharing that and then sharing why you're passionate about the company versus the company's mis mission and the company's, you know, where the company's heading and what the company had success with. Like, I want to hear about you. I want to hear about your business. And so I think, especially for women, because women are such that, especially for women, having this etiquette to really connect on a deeper level and you know, it's okay that, you know, we're not perfect. We don't all have it together, right? 
um, and just connecting with other women and really sharing more on a vulnerable level and more on a transparent level of who we are and how we want to present ourselves and what we want to connect with other people on. I mean, if you lead from that place at these events, who knows, you might find like a new yoga buddy or a new running buddy or something like that when you're sharing like, hey, here's what I'm passionate about, here's what I enjoy doing. You know, you might find someone go, oh, cool, where do you live? Like, awesome, I go to that yoga studio too. Like, I'm trying, here's my goal, like want to be partners or buddies or support partners or whatever. Um, so that's really a huge piece that really this is how your energy impacts your bottom line. So, you know, the energy that you show up with and leading with what are you passionate about and who you really are, what you what excites you, you know, what are your hobbies, that sort of thing, and certainly touching on your business. I mean, absolutely. I mean, I'm so passionate about my business that I'm going to totally share about my business. But don't lead with that. Don't lead with, like, here's what I do, and here's how you can send me referral partners. Like, to me, that just feels so generic and not heart-centered and authentic. And I really, truly believe, as I shared on last week's radio show, you know, vulnerability and transparency are the new currency, really and truly. It's on the cutting edge of success. And vulnerability is the birthplace of creativity, connection, and innovation. And so if you can just kind of open your heart up, let go of being perfect, and be in integrity with yourself and your business, I guarantee you that your success will multiply tenfold, twentyfold, like a hundredfold, whatever it is. So I'm just going to check over here on the webcast and see if anyone has any calls. For people on the phone, you would raise your hand by pressing star 2. So if you have a question... You can press star two to raise your hand. And I'm just going to check and see if there's any questions on the webcast. Okay, so star two to raise your hand. And then on the webcast, just type your question right in there on the internet. And it will pop up right here for me. So while we're waiting for people, did someone raise their hand? Okay. Um, while we're waiting, you know, for, you know, giving people a chance to type in their questions or, you know, raise their hand on the phone, I'm just going to go in and talk a little bit about the consistency aspect. You know, someone had posted in the group page about tweets, and so I wanted to take time to answer that if no one has any questions as of yet. So the other part of this, too, is, you know, we really live in a universe where there's online presence and offline presence. And one of the other things that has really surprised me over the years in going to different various training events and so on has been, you know, you see someone on Facebook, for example, and you meet them in person and you're like, holy mackerel, like I never would have recognized them or they're totally different whatever that is, that totally busts this trust thing. Like if I felt a connection to someone on Facebook and, you know, was thinking about potentially investing with them and, you know, because energy is so different in person, right, and then I go to this event and I meet them in person and they're like totally different, their behavior is different, their appearance is different, maybe they're like 10 or 20 pounds heavier than their Facebook picture, which, by the way, is very common, not only on Facebook, but very much so on dating sites from what I've heard. Um, that to me is being out of integrity. Your message, you are your brand, and your message needs to be consistent across the board. 
So you can't be one person on Facebook and another person in person and another person on Twitter and another person on LinkedIn. And so what I really truly believe about this online presence thing is that it has created sort of like a bubble bursting for people who aren't being in integrity, people who aren't being consistent. And it's really requiring people to rise up to a different level, which is why I believe we're coming past the era of crappy customer service. You know, I'm more, more than willing to pay extra money to go to, you know, there's a local garden center that I go to, and I have to say they're probably two to three times more than other garden centers, but their customer service is impeccable. I mean, you call up and you get an expert when you have a question. So for me personally, like I'm willing to spend the extra money for that level of customer service. That's huge for me. Um, so basically, you know, be conscious of your website presence. Be, con you know, is it re does it represent you? Does your website really represent you? If not, it's time for an update. Is your message and your bio and that sort of thing really, you know, consistent and universal across the board? Look at, you know, I call this like being matchy-matchy. You guys will laugh at that. Um, so if you look at your LinkedIn profile or your Twitter profile or your social media profile, are you being consistent? Are you in integrity with yourself? Like even though it is online, people can totally pick up energetically. So the question that this person asked I think was about how to make tweets motivate people to act on the tweet or something. For example, if I have a tweet out there that's like, hey, join the Legendary Leadership Radio Show, la da 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 You know, sometimes it's less about the tweet and more about who you are being. Less about the tweet and more about your level of integrity, your level of energy and excitement. Like if I wasn't excited about this radio show and I'm putting tweets out there, more than likely nobody's going to click on it because they're picking up energetically. You know, the world mirrors back to you the way that you are to yourself. So that would just be an extension of how the world mirrors back to you how you are being to yourself. So again, that's why I started with the self-integrity because the world will mirror back to you exactly who you are being and how you are being to yourself. So... That's kind of like the inner answer to the question. The practical answer to the question is, you know, ask yourself this question. What would really light you up? If you're communicating with your audience and you're like, hey, I'm not really getting a response here, or I'm put this new program out, or I'm tweeting about this radio show or this free call or whatever it is that you're tweeting about, you know, if you're not really excited about it, then that's a big part of it, and people are going to totally pick up on that. So, and and what would you, you know what would make you click there like think about it from your perspective what are the tweets that you're clicking on what are the facebook posts that you know really excite you and you're like oh wow i want to check out what this person's doing or whatever you know is it something that has a picture is it something without a picture is it the is it the wording you know what is it so what would really excite you what would really light you up and then also looking at the things that do excite you and light you up like what newsletter or blog are you like totally anticipating getting from whom you know every week or something like that and looking at their style and not that you're mimicking it and parroting it because that's totally inauthentic and you know don't don't go there but but just use it as like dive in with yourself and maybe jot some notes down like what is it about that person's blog or 
Facebook post or tweet or LinkedIn presence or what is it about them that excites you? Is it their graphics? Is it their message? Is it their consistency? You know, write down what those things are and really those are things energetically that you can then implement in your own business. And I would say probably one of the key things for most business owners is not being consistent. That is really a huge, huge thing. So being consistent and being in integrity totally is a foundation for your business. So let me pop back over here and just see if anyone has, again, raise your hand, uh, press star 2 to raise your hand and ask a question. And if you're on the webcast, you can type your question right into the question and answer section there. And, you know, don't be afraid, guys. Like this is this show is here to help you to answer any questions that you have. It doesn't have to be about integrity. You can, you know, raise your hand and press star two and ask any question at all that you're needing help and support with, be it business or life, whichever. And I this is like one of my favorite parts of the process. So we have a caller in Santa Monica that phone number ends in three, two, two, five. What's your name? Oh, sorry. Hello? There we go. You're unmuted now. <laughs> it's Meredith. Hi, Rebecca. Hey, Meredith. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Awesome. What's your good. question for today? My question is, if I know they say, you know, don't lower your price, don't lower your price. Mm-hmm. And but sometimes I have uh, people who come to me that cannot afford um, the price, my regular price. So is it okay, like, sometimes to work on a sliding scale? Ooh, this is a good one, and this is a, this is an interesting topic because it's really close to home for me right now. I would say that, first of all, I never buy into the fact that someone says they can't afford something because 99% of the time it's total baloney. I have in the past had interactions with potential clients where they're like, I can't afford it, blah, 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 you know, and they're really getting kind of nitpicky. And by the way, that's not a client that you would want to work with, I would imagine. It's not someone I would want to work with. And then they turn around like two weeks later and they're like, oh, I'm going on a cruise with my family. So first thing is to have a really, and this is a tough boundary. I mean, this is a boundary that I personally still really work on, and I think it's especially tough for women because we are such nurturers and we want to believe the good in everyone and we want to help, right? So when someone says, this is a card they're playing, they play this card, I can't afford it. The reason why I say it's total BS is because in America, like, you know, I think they said like every, everyone on the face of the planet in the USA has uh, like two electronic devices for every person, which is kind of, you know, we're not living in an area of poverty by any stretch of the imagination. So when someone says I can't afford it, to me, it's a victim standpoint versus saying this isn't something I'm choosing to invest in right now. This sounds great. This sounds like something I would keep in mind for later on, but this isn't where I want to allocate my money right now. There's no lack of resources. If someone really wants something, they can either create the money for it or they can stop going out to fast food restaurants a couple times per week, which would equal what they want to invest in or more. 
So, you know, if people really got honest about their money, which most people are not, this is a really charged topic, then they would see that they could really kind of rearrange things or, you know, it's a choice of how you want to invest your money. So to answer your question, I would, first of all, I would go with your gut, like what's your intuition say, but really, really check in in this area because I think, again, as women, there's this sort of deceit factor that can take place because what can override that intuition can sometimes be this really strong desire to want to help, especially after you've connected with someone and you've heard like, hey, this is what they're going through and this is what they need help with and if they could just get past this obstacle, they could have this level of success and so on. So for me, recently there was a situation where I kind of modified things myself and it's really funny because I I used to have a really strong boundary on this. This is what I call rearranging your living room and you'll laugh at this. So If you have someone come over to your house, Meredith, for coffee or tea, and they, you know, come in and you tell them, sit down, I'll bring you coffee and tea, and you go in the kitchen to get the coffee or the tea, and you go to bring it back to them, and they're busy, like, literally rearranging your living room. Like, they're moving your sofa, they're moving your TV. You would be like, what on earth are you doing? Well, to me, this is the same thing when someone comes into your business and it's set up. It's not like you can go barter or bargain with, uh, you know, Nordstrom's and say, you know, I like this shirt. It's really great. It's $500, but I can't afford it, so can you give it to me for 200 bucks? And it's like someone coming into your business and saying, I'm going to rearrange your business structures and how you do business. So there's two things that you can learn from this. One is to create stronger boundaries, and really there's more than two. Okay, so creating stronger boundaries Two is that other people's financial pictures are none of your business. Like that is just danger zone. If you start buying into their sad money story, you're going to get sucked down so fast it's not going to be funny and your business will likely come down with it. I've watched it happen. So, And then the other learning thing here too, Meredith, is, gee, do I need to create more of an entry-level program? You know, that was something that kind of happened for me in the very beginning of my business. I had really high-level coaching packages and really high-level leadership group programs, but I really didn't have any kind of, like, entry-level things where people could come in and work with me at, like, you know, even four or $500. Like, everything was more than that. So perhaps this is an area for you to have a place for these people so you're not necessarily, like, I don't want to say losing people because I don't see it that way, but you have a place for these people that you have a heart and compassion for and they can go in this area over here. The other thing to this, which is really interesting, is when you settle for clients that, number one, they're not your ideal clients and, two, they're, not, they're saying they can't afford it, when you say yes to a client like that, it may, it may mean that you're then saying no to your perfect client because this, perf- this person is taking up a space in your life. And so really holding your boundaries tight and, you know, sort of with the law of attraction, like it's like, you know, you ordered French onion soup and you got cream of crab. And so you let the restaurant know, look, I didn't order French onions. I'm actually allergic to onions or whatever the case may be. I ordered cream of crab. So it's okay to say no to the client because your level of trust is 
there's always more. You know, there's always more clients coming. There's always more money coming and that sort of thing. So let me ask you this, Meredith. Do you have a client requirement checklist? Yes, I do. Okay, awesome. So, like, can you give me an example? What is this person asking for specifically? And, you know, what were you thinking in regards to dropping your prices? My ideal client is somebody that has the money to spend. Um, I do animal communication, so... Okay. So... My ideal client is somebody that thinks I'm worth it, first mm -hmm. off, that I do have value, and number two, that, you know, has the money to spend on animal communication because it's going to help them better understand their pet and connect with their pet better. Mm-hmm. So what was this person recently asking for you to drop your rates to? Well, it's just happened a few times and you know, I I have done it in the past. Mhm. Mm um and are you working hourly I, like you get paid hourly is that how you work or do you have actual packages that people purchase? I don't have actual packages and maybe that's something I should look at. Mm -hmm. I charge by the half hour. I have a mm -hmm. half hour session. I have an hour session. You know. Yeah, I mean, that might be something to put into place that, you know, that really kind of up levels their commitment. I mean, the thing is, is when you're doing this business, you know, I know what it takes for my clients to really take their life, their business, and their success and their financial success to the next level, and it just doesn't happen in three hours. So I'm not selling a package that's three hours because I'm the expert and I know what it takes for them to get the results that they're looking for. So creating a package based upon your expertise, how many sessions does someone actually need in order to have this deeper level of connection with their pet? Or, and I know this, you know, I have a friend that her cat was like going to the bathroom all the time in her house and she hired an animal communicator to understand why it was happening and actually put an end to it. Like, here, people will go and spend like $3,000 on new carpet versus like, let's just clear out the problem by hiring an animal communicator seems a little silly to me. But, you know, so how many packages, and this might change based upon each individual issue, but in general, do you see a theme? You know, are people coming to you and, you know, they like someone who has a cat pooping on their carpet all the time whenever they go away, is that, someone that might need four sessions at a minimum. You know, what is that amount? So number one, I would figure that out and perhaps come up with packages based on that. And so there's practical information always when we have a challenge, and then there's also inner information when we have a challenge. And so the words that you used were, I want my clients to know that it's worth it, and I want them to know, like, know that I have value. So a question to maybe journal with might be, is there any area where I'm not thinking I'm worth it? And is there any area where I'm thinking I'm not valuable? Because 
you know, very often when this problem is showing up not just once but several times, it can mean that on some level, you know, you're, you know, again, the, the universe is mirroring to you how you're being and who you're being. So it may, there may be some area where you can up, like, how you're valuing yourself and how you're honoring your worthiness as an expert in this area. You know, the thing about lowering your rates for me, you know, personally, you know, I, I made, like I said, I made a compromise recently and I'm really not so thrilled that I did that just because, again, it wasn't, there wasn't enough time to get things accomplished that needed for the outcome to happen. And I, I mean, what happened was I really was overtaken by my desire to help this person versus holding my boundaries strong. And the other thing with holding your boundaries strong, too, is that you are holding the other person as powerful even when they're not holding themselves as, themselves as powerful. Like if they're going into this whole I can't afford it thing, if you hold your level of integrity by saying, you know, look, I'd really love to help, however, these are the policies and the structures that are set up in my business, you know, you can say, look, as an expert in this industry, I know firsthand that it takes three sessions in order to clear this issue or whatever the case may be. And I think in the long run, they may not like the answer because they're trying to get what they want, but they will respect you as a businesswoman. So perhaps come up with some packages and then, you know, maybe have like a one-time charge-by-the-hour thing. And then what you could do is, I think um, she actually fell off the call, but because we're recording, I'm going to keep on going to finish her question here. Um, but what she could do is you could have some kind of a sample session that maybe is a half an hour, and if the person really gets what they want out of it, then they could apply that investment amount towards the package because sometimes people just need to sample your work. And so that might be a good idea to have because sometimes people are really new to the whole concept of animal communication. They might be like, what in the heck is that? Like, seriously? So they might need to experience it. There's a woman that I'm friends with that's an intuitive reader, and this is a similar um, practice that she has. So this might be something that works for you because, again, this is maybe an area that's really new for people and they want to know, like, is this a great place to get my, my money? My money Is my money going to be worth it? So that, I would say, would really have nothing to do with your internal worth and value, of course. But I really do believe that our net worth equals our self-worth. And so the more that we can be working every day on our self-worth, reading wealth consciousness books and just really honoring and valuing ourselves and our inner desires, it allows us to relax more as women, but it also increases our bottom line. So I hope that that answer has helped you. Um, I think that's a great solution to address all of the issues that are kind of involved in that one question, developing packages and then having a sample session where people can then imply, apply their investment to a package if, the, if they see that it's a fit. 
and then just really maybe like going through your client requirement checklist and just seeing, making sure that it's a vibrational match for who you are and where you are today. So anyone else on the phone line who wants to ask a question, we have a couple more minutes here before the end of the show. And I will just check on the webcast to see if anyone has any questions here. So I'm not seeing any questions on the webcast. Um, again, in order to ask a question on the phone line, you would just press star 2 to raise your hand. And um, if no one you know, is going to be bold enough here to open the phone line or the, put the question in on the Internet, we'll just wrap up with this level of integrity. And I think Meredith brought up a beautiful question of setting your boundaries in your business and your price structures that reflect who you are and truly being unwavering in them. And again, you know, this may be informational, you know, for me to develop like a sample session or something along those lines for this person who's truly like, look, I can't afford it. What can we work out? Uh, you know, that would just be a way for me to have my business structures set up to give people an, a an opportunity to sample my work. I really liked that beautiful example from my colleague this week that she shared. I thought that was really, really wonderful. So whether you have products or services, you know, if you have products, here's a good example. I went to a Hay House event back in September down in D.C., and there was this awesome soap girl there that was selling these, like, amazing all-natural soap products. And she had these little teeny tiny, like, one-inch cubes of her soap and if you gave her your email address to get on her newsletter list, you would get a little tiny sample of the soap. So that's an example of, okay, let me check out this product. I'm not sure if I'm going to love it. Like, I don't want to go buying, you know, this $80 package with lotion and chapstick and all this other stuff and to really sample things. And so, you know, for example, I mean, even on this radio show, this is an opportunity for, for people to see my coaching style and to hear how I teach and the morale and the integrity that I have and the way the topics that I am passionate about empowering women on being more successful making more money and being more empowered in their lives so having some kind of sample work I mean for those of you with websites this is where your opt-in box is so on my website my opt-in box is a 45 minute training video called five keys to spiritual money mastery and it gives people an opportunity to see me, you know, because it's a video and hear my teaching and, and really get, you know, that information. So the last thing I just want to share is on the link for the replay and on the link for the webcast if you're live right now, there's a little box to the left. I'm doing a free call series coming up on May 2nd and 9th called Your Fastest Path to Cash. It's an hour-long free training, my compliments. And it, we're going to be going over the eight critical steps for you to get it done. So tune in, uh, you know, click that link there, and you will be taken to a page where you can put your name and email address in the box and be included on the, the live calls. And if you can't make the live calls, you will always get the recording as well. So thank you so much, everyone, for joining me today. It has been an absolute pleasure, and I look forward to connecting with you next week. Please share the link for the Legendary Leadership Radio Show. As I said, I am just really excited to share this on a global, um, on a global scale with many women across the globe, and I'm just excited about our community here. We've got people from all over the globe, and 
people are signing up like hotcakes, and, and we've got some exciting stuff coming up with Natalie Marshall in the month of May. So have a great rest of the day, everyone, and I look forward to connecting with you soon. And take a look in the Facebook page for the recording link. Bye.